Hi, friend. Welcome to another episode of the Nourished Productpreneur podcast. I'm your host, Stacey Jones, founder, owner of the lifestyle brand Sun, Love & Roots and the Nourished Productpreneur community, which if you're not a member of yet, what are you waiting for? My goal for this space is to bring you all the things you need to build a thriving product-based business where community over competition is the vibe and DIY in your biz doesn't mean doing everything by yourself. I am helping you navigate the world of being a product-based business owner, giving you the tools and the resources you need to build a flourishing brand. Just think of me as your personal Google. I have been there, done that, and now I'm here to guide you on how you can build something from scratch with all the things I wish I had when I was getting started seven years ago. So with that, let's get this party started. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the NPP podcast. I'm your host, Stacy, and I am so happy that you are here. Happy Tuesday, by the way, or happy whatever day it is you are listening. I just love that you're here and I appreciate you. So I wanted to talk about summer months when things seem a little slow in your business. Um, summer months, the J months, June, July are notorious in the retail space for slower, slower traffic, slower sales. January, part of the J months, but I know it's not summer, but January is also another one that I feel like we do, you know, it's put in our head that, oh, the J months are slow, January, June, July. And believe you me, I have said that before. I'm like, oh, well, it's January, you know, like whatever, like people aren't shopping because, you know, we just came off the holiday season. And which, yes, it is true. that January, just across the board, is a much slower time for people to be buying. That does not does not mean people aren't buying during that month, as well as June and July, summer months. It does not mean, which, you know, if you've been in the game for any point in time, I mean, again, I've been in here since 2015, this space. I worked retail in my senior year in high school and in college. I've always seen the whole, you know, slow months. Um, I remember the limited Christmas was like obviously huge. Uh, I just remember like working at the, in the mall. It's like September, October, November, December, busy, busy, busy. January would kind of be kind of slow because no one's really coming in. And then uh, it would pick back up because people are like February, March, April, May getting ready. They want summery, summery clothes. We're, you know, we're transitioning from like winter clothes to spring and summer. And then when summer gets here, it's people are vacationing and they're not really spending their money, which is the case. I mean, people are, aren't as active, I guess, but I just want to let you know, people do still spend money in June and July just because it's hot outside, just because they're vacationing doesn't mean they aren't spending and they aren't buying. It's just a little different. And it just allows us to figure out what our customer needs, what they're looking for, and how to bring them into our space and kind of create that FOMO that they want to buy. Um, let's take Nordstrom's, for example. They do anniversary sales twice a year believe one's in January and one's coming up in July. That's it. They they do these sales and I've always said very strategic. They're doing it in the in the J months because it's it's slower 
notoriously slower retail sales. But what I love about Nordstrom, and I feel like we could all take a page out of the Nordstrom book, is the fact that during their anniversary sale in July, they not they're not only giving you a, a, a huge discount and sales on their summer spring stuff, they bring in new fall things. So you're actually being able to shop fall at a discount versus waiting until the fall season to buy. So it's giving you an incentive to show up, not only get some score some great deals on some summer and spring things, because we're still in this, I mean, June, July is still dead in the summer. But you're also spending money on stuff that you're probably not even able to wear, especially if you're in Texas, because it is hot and sticky. And when it comes like right now until like probably what end of August, you basically want no clothes on because it is just hot. Like it's just miserable. You like we've entered the sticky, the sticky season of Texas, which it's miserable. But what can you do? Um, (laughs) So with Nordstrom, I love that they do that. They they are bringing in new fall things and giving you a discount, and that makes that creates that FOMO, that creates that excitement, and you, you know by the time like July rolls around, wherever you live, like you're over the hot and you're ready. You're you're kind of also over like the summer clothes, and you're ready for that season. You're ready to change. You're ready for that upcoming season, fall, and you're ready for those cozy long sleeves and the jeans and the booties. And they know that, and they create that FOMO, and they put that stuff out there, and they're like, oh, come shop for us. Come shop at a discount. It's on sale. Like, come on. And they're bringing you into their store. And they're creating that FOMO and they're creating that excitement in that environment. And what do we do? We we pop our cards out and we're like, take my money, whatever. Like, I can't wait. So that is what I want you to get with your business. It does not matter if you are all online, if all, all you do is sell at pop-ups or markets, or you have a brick and mortar. There are things that you can do to pull your customers back in regardless if they're traveling or they're not spending money or whatever the case is. Because again, yes, June, July are slower months, but that does not mean you cannot make sales. You cannot make money. So here are my tips to create that FOMO and that excitement. Number one is take a page out of Nordstrom's book. Like create FOMO, create a promotion. Maybe you adopt that anniversary style sell like they do every July. Um, Maybe it's in July, you do a big, hey, we're doing a big spring, a big summer, big summer sell here where you're getting discounted stuff on past collections. Maybe you have some inventory that's just kind of hanging out. So you were doing a sell on that. Plus, we're going to be launching some new fall pieces. And even if you don't have the pieces like ready to go, create that, create like a bundle, create like a, a product that's basically like you'll get three pieces of our new fall merch, our new fall collection for X amount. This works. I have done it in the past and it does create excitement. People buy, they don't know what they're buying, but they want it. And if you create that that FOMO around it, they're going to be like, okay, take my money. Like I cannot wait. Um, especially if you're one of those that do themed 
um, designs. So if you're doing Halloween themed stuff or Thanksgiving or Christmas, I mean, you could put a bundle together. It's like, oh, we're going to go sweatshirts because it's an easy, it's an easy one. Um, three sweatshirts, one Halloween themed, one Thanksgiving, one Christmas, bam. You could also maybe just throw in one Valentine too and do four. Like, I don't know. You, there, the, I mean, you can do whatever there are. Again, there's no rules. <laughs> so you can create whatever kind of bundle, whatever kind of like package you're wanting, but it creates that excitement. So in July, now you have people thinking of, oh, Halloween, oh, Thanksgiving, mm, Christmas, like, okay, yeah. I, I mean, I wear, I loved, I love cute little Halloween and Christmas sweatshirts. Like I, I want that and they're saving money. So yes, yeah, sign me up. Two, you could create a bundle and be like gifting. Gifting's coming up. You know, we have gifts for teachers for birthdays, I guess, and um, Christmas, obviously. So creating some bundles um, that people could dive into in July and get their knock like Christmas in July, knock it out, like let's knock out some things. So you're not putting it off to the very last minute again, and you're doing it with some sort of promotion, some sort of discount. Maybe you're only offering this type of thing to your newsletter subscribers. So kind of like how Nordstrom offers their card members like that you get to enter you can start shopping seven days before the public you know type thing so if that's creating that too so basically you're telling people sign up for my email if you love my product sign up for my email and then you're going to get this this special vip offer that only my email subscribers are going to see for a week and then i'm going to open it up to the public type thing and maybe it's only allowing if you're kind of pre-selling some fall some holiday stuff that since you don't have it like made in hand it's like i'm going to have a certain amount and once they're sold out it's sold out and then you, you again creating that fomo and it's a great way to create momentum and cash flow when things could be on the slower side number 2 is kind of going off number one, but it is thinking holiday, like during these slower times, slower months, like preparing for holiday, for Christmas, for Thanksgiving, for uh, Halloween, start now. It's never too soon to start preparing for holiday season, just because it is our busiest time. And it's always a good idea to start and to plan ahead. And I'll admit that I didn't do that my first couple of holiday seasons. Um, it was all over the place. Like when I say I was flying by the seat of my leggings, I absolutely was. And so I don't recommend that. Um, I do think when you do that, you do end up hurting yourself in the long run by, you know, just making mistakes, spending more money than you probably should. And it's just, it just, it, it just feels chaotic. And one thing that I strive to help you guys with, to guide you with is to not feel that chaos, that frustration, the burnout, and just doing little tweaks, little things here and there that will lead you to set yourself up for success versus the latter, which is the chaos and the burnout and the frustration and the, oh my gosh, what am I doing? So taking some time during the next couple of months to really start focusing on holiday and your products and what you're selling and who you're selling to reaching out to wholesale 
and letting them know your holiday's coming up, knowing what you're going to be selling for holiday. That's always a good thing, especially like if you make candles, knowing what scents you're going to be bringing back, what you're going to, what's going to be new, what's going to be exciting. And again, talking about that too, to your followers, talking about that to your email subscribers, creating that FOMO and letting them like be on that journey with you of thinking about holiday. Thinking about Christmas, I mean, yeah, we're we're in June, so yeah, I mean, six months out, but it's gonna come fast, and we're not thinking about it right now. But when you start putting that little like that that thought in people's heads, they start thinking, and then they're like, oh, and then if you're talking about, oh, I'm gonna do these bundles, like I was talking about in number one, like okay, like I, I think I I need that, I want that, I need to get on her list. Okay, sign me up, got it. Oh, bam, bam, bam. It just kind of it just kind of rolls, you know. So, um, number two planning ahead for the holiday. Number three is always a good one. And when the slower months kind of hit you, you have a little bit more free time. So I would suggest using some of this time to work on the back end of your business, whether that is automation, maybe it's maybe you're at a point where you need to hire out a little bit, maybe there's some things that you don't love doing, and you're making some money and you can hire out looking into uh, learning, like maybe it's joining a membership community, maybe it's joining a taking a, a class online that you're you're needed to dive into. Maybe it's setting up your SEO. There's so much that goes into business, and we as business owners, when we're a one woman show, majority of the time, um, a lot of things kind of get overlooked, and we just kind of like I'll do it later. Um, finances, like maybe it's time to sit and like really reflect on your finances and make sure everything is set and ready to go. Maybe it's hiring a bookkeeper. Maybe it's little things like that, that you've been putting off. Um, Take the time right now, if it's a, during the slower months to work on the back end of your business. It's, it's one thing that should not be overlooked. And I know it's kind of, it's not fun. It's anything but fun, especially if this stuff kind of stresses you out, but it's something that we have to do. And it's a smart, it's smart to do it when you're, there's not a lot going on because when the fall and the holiday seasons kick in, it's a go time for us business owners. And a lot of things kind of just, just kind of get left out there. And we're like, oh, we'll do it later. We'll do it later. And then later never comes. And then we're like, oh crap, what am I doing? And so things just like, again, back to the things feel chaotic, things you get, the frustration sets in and you're like, oh, so just use some time. It's it's great the downtime to sort and clean up your business, the back end of it. Number four is I always preach this: the local foundation, the local aspect of your business. If things feel slow, regardless in the summer months or where whatever whatever month we're in, when you get local, you get out in a in your community, whether that is at markets, whether that is setting up a pop-up at a fitness studio, a boutique, coffee shop, wherever you're at, getting involved with your local community and getting more eyes on your brand is always a good idea. It is going to set you up for so much success in the long run. And if you've been with me for any amount of time, you know that is how my business grew so rapidly the first year and how I'd made over six figures in my first year of business. And it was because of my in-person trunk shows. Not only 
Whereas I'm making money on my trunk shows, my in-person trunk shows and growing my brand besties, like I like to call them, and creating that local community around Sun, Love & Roots. But when doing that, I was connecting myself with fitness owners, fitness studio owners, where I was doing my pop-ups, they were seeing my collections, they were seeing my clothes, and that grew my wholesale side of business. And when they started posting on social about, oh, these cute leggings or this cute tee, whatever it was, other franchise owners within that, with those studios saw, and they were reaching out to me and my, on my wholesale grew. So I'm telling you, when you start local and you start just focusing on one sales channel where a lot of people are seeing your stuff, it snowballs. And that led from trunk shows to wholesale to, guess what? My online sales started growing organically, no paid ads, because people were talking about me on social media. Other studios were carrying me in their store out of state. And so all those people from those studios were seen and it was just growing. And that is why I tell you to get local, create that local solid foundation. And it does wonders. It it does. It You're not relying on the algorithm. You aren't relying on ads, spending a lot of money on ads that you, you may not have and you may not even know what you're doing when it comes to that. Um, there's so much that goes into that. And that's a, that's another episode. But So reach out, see what's local, see what's going on in your community and see how you can set up and do some trunk shows, get your, get yourself in front of more people, which gets those eyes on your stuff, which you can have them, even if they don't buy that day, have them follow you on Instagram, have them sign up for your newsletter, all the things I always preach. Um, If you sell zero at a trunk show locally, but you get 25 people to subscribe to your email list. Hey, I don't, I think that's a win-win because now you have those people and you can market to it. And again, it takes what, seven to eight touches for us to really buy. If you are not an impulsive buyer, people have to see, people want to connect and connecting in person and sharing your why and sharing why you're doing your business and people, people love it. They love it. And we all want to be a part of something. So go set up some, um, local pop-ups, reach out to some fitness studios, reach out to some boutiques, look and see what's going on in your community as far as markets. There's plenty, I promise. Even in Texas where it's hot and it's sticky, we still have markets. We sweat our butts off, but we're out there. So those are my tips, guys, for the slower J months. Um, But really, anytime they are, they work, they work. So don't let the slow summer months bring you down. If you're seeing a dip in business, there is always a way for you to turn it around. Um, Create that movement, create that momentum in your business yourself and don't rely on, don't rely on anything else. Rely on yourself. Like you are in control of your business. You are in control of what you do, how you grow it, where, where it grows, where it blooms. So let me know if this resonated with you tell me on social, reach out to me, direct message me. I love hearing from you guys. And I will see you back here next Tuesday. Hope you have a great week. And until then, bye friend. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Nourished Productpreneur podcast. I am so grateful that you are here and beyond excited to help you on your journey of building a thriving and flourishing brand. 
I would love to connect with you and hear all about your business and maybe something you're currently struggling with. So send me a direct message on Instagram at sunloveandroots, and I will see you back here next week for another episode. And I also hope to see you inside the Nourished Productpreneur community, where we dive in every week with live coaching calls that'll help you take the Google out of your business, plus live Q&A calls where you get your questions answered in real time by me. It's everything I wish I had when I started back in 2015. It's something you definitely need in your life sunloveandroots.com. Link is in the show notes. And until next time, bye friend.